Welcome to Step Up to the Microphone. Today we're going to talk about ignorance and how it's going to lead many astray into following the man of lawlessness. If you're not scripturally sound, if you're not grounded in the word, you will follow the man of lawlessness. Many are now. Many of the churches do unknowingly. So let's get into this. So I did these studies here a while back as two separate studies. One called ignorance, one called the man of lawlessness. Both of them. The spirit woke me up for the ignorance of the word. Kept me up for a few hours on it. So, here we go. Now we know in this life we are given choices of blessing and curses and ways to achieve either one through the word. If you don't know the word, well, maybe you need to pick up your Bible and figure it out. But through the word of Yahuwah, that's, that's my understanding of how to pronounce God's name, we overlook how to achieve either one, blessings or curses, and continue in the curses due to ignorance. If you believe the entire Bible to be true, you will find the blessings and the curses in the Torah very clearly what you won't find is a burdensome law unable to do read deuteronomy 30 11 and romans 10 5 through 8. it tells us it's easy and close to our hearts if we choose it and yeshua tells us his yoke is easy and his burden is light Re referring to matthew eleven thirty, which is referring to the torah so here's something i'm gonna going to just point blank put out there this wasn't part of the study John 14 6 Yeshua says I am the truth the way and the life none come to me except through the Father well if we focus on the word truth we figure out what truth is biblically because we need to let scripture define scripture you can go to Psalm 119 142 and it says that his Torah is truth. His law is truth, depending on the version of the Bible you read. Okay, so then we go to Psalm 119, 160, and that reads, The word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. Okay, so the word is true. Well, we figured out that the truth is Yeshua. Well, who, who's this word? Why is the word true? John 1.14, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory, the glory of the Father, of the only begotten Father, full of grace and truth. The word was made flesh. The word dwelt is the word skenil. I think that's how you pronounce it in the Greek. Could actually mean tabernacled. But okay, now we have that foundation down. So now we know who Yeshua is. We are ignoring him. We are ignoring our Messiah. It is time for us to wake up to the entire word of our Creator and press into it so we have oil to fill our lamps. If you're not obeying, you're not filling your lamp. Think of the five wise virgins and five unwise virgins. The unwise virgins could not buy oil for their lamps because they were disobedient. They swore they knew Yeshua. They swore they knew the groom, but they did not have oil for their lamps. That goes to obedience to the word. You can't sit there and obey nine commandments and think you're getting in the kingdom. You can't sit there, obey nine commandments, and decide you're not going to eat right and not do the holidays, the holy days of Yahuwah, and think the door's going to be open for you. But I digress. In these end times, okay, so we have to fill our lamps. Because in these end times, we don't want to be left at the door beating, banging, crying out at the due to the devastation going on in the world surrounding us. 
we are told repeatedly not to be ignorant of the scriptures. We have to remember, the apostles did not have the New Testament. They were telling us to pay attention to what we call the Old Testament or the Tanakh. The Torah, the writings, and the prophets. The three witnesses of Yeshua. But instead of instead to lay them on our hearts and commit them to memory, so let's look at what the Bible says about ignorance. This is important because of, you can sit there and show them something, like for instance in Matthew 22, they're talking about just the two greatest commandments, and it says point blank. The law and the prophets hang on them. The Torah and the prophets hang on them. So we can't be ignorant of it. We can't sit there and overlook a verse because you want to be a dispensationalist hack. Because you don't want to read the word the way as our father wrote it. So, there will be a time here soon when Yahuwah will no longer overlook us overlooking his written word. I believe it's starting now. I mean, let's look at it. COVID. $30 trillion in debt for the United States. Illegal aliens coming in in droves. Wake up, people. Remember, we are told he doesn't change. And we see this beginning in Genesis with the offerings presented by Cain and Abel. The separation of clean and unclean animals on Noah's Ark, how he treated Abraham's faith through obedience, and so on. He is no longer going to let us walk in ignorance. We are seeing this in the world now. Joel 2.28 is happening now. People are waking up. I know I have. And the more and more people are seeking the ancient narrow path. Let's talk about that path. That path, you have to understand these things to understand the Father and understand his expectations. This is something I wrote about the path here a while back. We say we are under Yeshua's covering by belief and belief only. If that is so, then even the devil is covered by this convoluted form of grace. Because he believes as well. Remember, it says so in James. Yeshua's covering is only on the path to the New Jerusalem, or or he, if you want to call it heaven. And it has high walls with round-the-clock security. Not just anyone can get on this path. Remember, many are called, few are chosen. There are no outside doorknobs for the gates to get in. You have to be led in by first believing and through that belief you will learn to obey all the ways of the Father written in His Word, even the dietary laws and holy days. The Father never did away with His law, His Torah. There's been writings taken out of context in Paul's epistles because we don't read and study diligently the Torah and the prophets. We've been told it's cumbersome and done away with, that everything has been fulfilled. We'll get into that verse later. Verses like Colossians 2.14 are to blame because men who aren't grounded in the Torah twisted verses like this one to their own ways without reading further into verse 15 or chapter 2 of Colossians. You never see Paul was speaking of the Pharisees and Sadducees or the rulers and authorities of the earth and that he disarmed the Jews of oral tradition called the Talmud or oral traditions and laws. That's what was nailed to the cross. He was telling us not to do that stuff. Who couldn't get an honest conviction on Messiah Yeshua and themselves did not understand the writings of the prophets in the Torah because they wanted to twist them to their own means. In fact, we are warned in 2 Peter 3.16 that they do this with Paul's scriptures as well as the other scriptures. They're more worried about getting their way and having their way and not understanding the scripture than they are in obedience to God's word. Once you obey God's word, things open up. So let's get back to this. The path is there. 
for us to get on, but we can't pass the security checks. So the devil's storms hit us and curse us, yet we think they're great because his storms look like blessings to our warped, twisted minds. So he might give you a brand new car, but you don't realize that that $1,500 a note payment is making it hard to make ends meet. You get into debt, you enslave yourself. Right? We don't see all the diseases, pain, and destruction because we've been blinded by the comforts of this life. Not realizing that if we turn to Yahuwah and his Torah, which means instructions, that the next life will be a million times better than we could ever imagine. It says so in the word. That means we have to get on the path, not even contemplate getting off of it. And when we do, we immediately turn and repent to get the gate opened up to get back on the path. Once on the path, we must guard it by guarding the commandments as told from the, the beginning of the word to the end, because the commandments are precious to Yahuwah and teach us how to live so we can be a light to the world and can party with our Creator when He comes down with the new perfect Jerusalem when he comes with heaven on earth. So, let's get back to the ignorance because just we need to understand what we're dealing with. So, Acts 17.30, the times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands people everywhere to repent, to teshuvah. That means to stop doing what you've been doing, dig into the word, study it, obey it. As you're reading it, implement it. It's not that difficult. Another issue we have is all these 30,000 plus doctrines. Literally, 30,000 plus doctrines of Christianity. A new one's popping up every week. The church I was going to told us that we, basically we weren't saved if we couldn't speak in tongues. That belief and obedience weren't enough. You had to speak in tongues. But they don't even obey. I asked them about Sabbath. And they told me I didn't understand. That I basically told me I was a moron and wasn't saved. I digress on that. But yes, there's basically a new doctrine, a new teaching coming up every week. That gets further and further from the word. And goes closer and closer to lawlessness. We see it every week, and they help promote ignorance of what was said in the Torah. They say it's old and done away with. We have doctrines that just tickle the ears now that don't feed us meat. We are left hungry and empty, thinking we are full when we are not. They're basically giving you a sugary snack. Think of it that way. Our interpretation is dark, and we really need to quit walking in our Gentile ways. You're either... An Israelite or you're a Gentile there's no Christian there's no Jew there's no whatever other religion you want to call you're either in God's camp or you're not we need to get back on the path and walk in the ways of the Father and the Son quit hardening your heart to the full gospel the gospel starts in Genesis 1 1 and ends in Re Revelation 22 at the end of the chapter and there are other Books that should be in the Bible that aren't because the Father doesn't want them in there because there's knowledge. Um, it's not hidden knowledge. It's out there for you. But he knows the unwise won't go after it. But let's read this. Ephesians 4, 14 to 18. So that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and defeat and deceitful schemes, Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Now this I say, and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God, Yahuwah, because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. 
Did you catch the last part? The ignorance that is in them due to the hardness of heart. They have a heart condition. We'd rather be ignorant and dumb of what the word says than actually open our heart up and, what's the word I'm looking for? Be susceptible to the true Holy Spirit. Not this fake one that you've got in the churches preying on emotion and tricking people into altar calls and to we'll get into that later now in this following verse we see that we need to quit being conformed to passions of our former ignorance I'll level you, I'll, I'm gonna level with you I was very ignorant of the word before I heard the trumpet blast earlier this year I was sitting at work and it sounded like a shofar blast literally and I learned of the blessings of, of Ephraim and Manasseh, in which Yahuwah is blessing the world. You'll learn this in the Lost Sheep teaching whenever I do it. Through the revelation of Messiah, we are saved, and once we do so, we see we have a new path to walk that's actually an old path. It's the original path. It's the path Adam was on. In the book of Revelation... Chapter 12, verse 17, it makes it clear that we are to keep the commands of Yahuwah and hold to the testimony of Yeshua. We are told to think clearly and to set our hope fully on the grace of Messiah and to be set apart or holy due to it. You know, talking about thinking clearly, part of the reason we're not thinking clearly is, well, we're ignorant of the word. We don't look at the dietary instructions. Since I've actually paid attention to the dietary instructions and been doing them, my thought process is much clearer. Just putting it out there. So 1 Peter 1, 13-16 Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Yeshua, as obedient children do, not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. You know, I really like the TS2009 version because instead of staying holy, it says set apart. We, we forget that being holy means being set apart. But that's what it means. So let's continue here. Our actions will silence the ignorant. What's one major flaw of any New Testament church? We can't silence anyone because of our works don't align with the Bible. Even atheists help the homeless and needy. The world sees us as hypocrites who go to church on Sunday then go back and merge into the world as and do as they do the other six days of the week. I mean, Sunday's supposed to be the Sabbath for the church, right? And they don't even... They, they continue to buy and sell on the Sabbath. And come on. They, they don't believe the Bible at all. We are free. We are to be free through the commands of Yahuwah. And that means walk in His ways because they teach you how to walk in freedom how to be a servant of the Most High. Since changing my ways to the Torah, I have, I've had people see a difference in my actions and have had their interest peaked. They're seeing bright light where darkness and dim light used to prevail. They're seeing true spiritual freedom, not anger, rage, and coldness as they used to see. If people were so used to seeing me being pissed off and angry that they just thought that's who I was. Once I started digging into the Word, learning how to take care of my brother, learning how to take care of my sister, learning how to love God the way He wants to be loved, love Yahuwah, there were major changes. 1 Peter 2, 15-16 For this is the will of Yahuwah, that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of Yahuwah. So, yes, actions make the difference. What does James say? 
Show me your faith without actions, and I'll show you my faith through my actions? Through what I do? Let's look at what the Apostle Paul wrote in chapter 10 of Romans that have people that people have zeal for Yahuwah, but don't have knowledge of him or his ways, and seek to establish their own righteousness. In verse 4, we see if the word is word end is translated correctly, it should read aim or purpose, not end. It can be translated end, but in the correct context it should be it should not be end there. In other words, Yeshua exalted the law and how he walked it out so we could learn from his walk. I uh, encourage all of you to buy either a Strong's Concordance or a Thyre's Concordance or go to Blue Letter Bible app and start testing out the actual words written in your scriptures. But here's the verses, Romans 10, 1 through 4. Brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to Yahuwah for them is that they may be saved. For I bear witness that they have zeal for Yahuwah, but not according to knowledge. For being ignorant of the righteousness of Yahuwah and seeking to establish their own, they did not submit to Yahuwah's righteousness. For Yeshua is the aim of the law of righteousness to everyone who believes. I changed that word to aim. That's where it is not end, it is the aim. That is who we are to emulate. Yeshua. He walked it out perfectly. Every single part that he could do, he did. Now, he wasn't a Levitical priest, a woman, a cow, a farmer. He couldn't fulfill those parts of the Torah. He just he didn't have those roles. Now, we need to get into the Hebrew mindset as well. These verses from Paul, we struggle with in our Western mindset, especially verse 36 and this is 1 Corinthians 14, 36-40. We fail to realize Yahuwah used the Hebrews, and the Hebrew mindset, to write the scriptures and to think. And think we are to teach them in our Western Roman Babylonian Greek mindset. We also forget that Yahuwah establishes order and purpose to everything, not chaos. Again, Americans, Europeans, or any other cultural group that's not Hebrew weren't used to write the scriptures. We must listen to our creator on this and learn his intended mindset. It's a big deal to him, knowing the mindset. Or was it from you that the word of Yahuwah came, or are the only ones it has reached? If anyone thinks that he is a prophet or spiritual, he should acknowledge that the things I am writing to you are a command of Yahuwah. If anyone does not recognize this, he is not recognized. So my brothers earnestly desire to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues, but all things should be done decently and in order. Verse 36. Or was it from you that the word of Yahuwah came? Or are you the only ones it has reached? We are ignorant that this is not us. It, it never was us in the beginning. We didn't receive the original divine inspiration from Yahuwah to write the scriptures. If you were there with Isaiah and you're an American with Isaiah and you wrote the scriptures, then call me let me know because... One, Guinness Book of World Records needs to meet you. And two, tell me how America was 3,000 years ago. I mean, were you with Duncan McLeod? Now remember, Yahuwah took time to wake you up, so don't push the word at those still asleep. Instead, be a gentle light for them to see. Be like Yeshua and let the light exude from you and draw them into you, into where Yahuwah can wake them up. Also, don't fret over those who have already passed away or dwell in their lives. If they were of Messiah, we will see them again. 1 Thessalonians 4, 13-15 But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Yeshua died and rose again, even so through Yeshua, Yahuwah will bring him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from Yahuwah, 
that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of Yahuwah, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. So, we're going to end the whole ignorance thing with this. Knowledge comes from Yahuwah, and it says so in his word, especially the Torah. So it's time for us to quit ignoring these books and saying laws and right rulings are done away with. And for us to fully grasp what he has said from the beginning, that he desires us to be set apart, to him a nation of priests and kings, and a whole holy or set-apart nation as described in Exodus 19, 5-6. Not to be like the rest of the world, and right now we are in exile. If you are a believer in Yeshua, and you are obeying the commands, you are in exile. You're not home. America's not your home. Sweden's not your home. France, Germany, Australia. You're just a sojourner passing through. To this, we must dive in and gain understanding. We must learn of the blessings bestowed on Ephraim and Manasseh and how they pertain to what our Messiah said about his lost sheep in John 10, 14-16. In those verses, he doesn't speak of the Jews, but of the lost ten tribes of Israel that will be supernaturally woken up in these times we are living in now. And will walk in the ways of Yeshua, who walked out Torah perfectly, for one who was also in exile. Now you are probably thinking, he was in Israel. He was in Judea. Well, Judea was not under Israeli rule, Israelite rule. It was under Roman occupation. Remember that. Now that we've gone through ignorance, let's look at how it can lead you into believing the man of lawlessness. And this is heavy with scripture. I'm just giving y'all a heads up. It's not one of these easygoing ones like I used to do. But we need to discover who the anti-Messiah is. There have been many. I believe Hitler was one of them. Antiochus Epiphany was an antichrist. Alexander the Great. But let's start with this because we have to figure out who this imposter is. That's going to come in, make you think he's the Messiah. Because he's going to be smooth talking. It's not going to be good. So let's start with this. This is a, the set of verses that really woke me up. This and part of Matthew chapter 7. This is Matthew 5 verses 17 through 20. Do not think that I came to destroy the Torah or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to complete. Your version might say fulfill. He's filled up, was filling up the suffering servant. Remember that. For truly I say to you, till the heaven and the earth pass away. I think I'm still on the earth and the heavens are still above me. One yod or one tittle. That'd be the letters and the markings on the written Torah. Shall by no means pass from the Torah till all be done. Whoever then breaks one of the least of these commands and teaches men to do so shall be called least in the reign of the heavens. But whoever does and teaches them shall be called great in the reign of the heavens. For I say that unless your righteousness exceeds that of the Scribes and Pharisees, you shall by no means enter into the reign of the heavens. Now, the word destroy was G2647 in Strong's. Ketulua means to destroy, dissolve, come to naught. Complete came from Plarau, which means to confirm, fully preach, complete, and verify or fulfill. That's why I say confirm. It could say fully preach. It depends on who translated it. We've got men doing it. And God allowed all this. He wanted to see if you were going to be a Berean or not. But in the following verses, Yeshua states that none of the Torah, not one dot, not one tittle, will pass till heaven and earth pass away. 
until everything is completed. Well, the last I checked, from the Euphrates to the Gulf of Aqaba and the Red Sea, is not Israel's right now. Yeshua is not sitting on the throne, ruling the world. So there's tons that need to be do, be done. There are things he still has to fulfill in the feast. I mean, he still has to return for a thousand years, y'all. But when he does come back, he's going to come back with a rod of iron. He ain't coming back happy. He's coming back to teach the Torah. You can see Isaiah 2, 2 through 5, or Micah 4, 1 through 7. They, they read verbatim. They really do. They read the same. But now let's read Matthew 7, 13 through 29. And see what that has to say. Because that's the other passage that really, really hit me. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is easy, that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. But the gate is narrow, and the way is hard, that leads to life. And those who find it are few. But where are false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but are inwardly ravenous wolves? You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruits. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? Then I would declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Well, I must, I'll pause right here. What would be lawlessness according to the Bible? Not obeying the Torah. You only want to celebrate or do nine of the commandments. In most churches, it's eight because you got your pastor telling you to bow down to the cross. Idol worship. All right, let's get back. So verse 24, Everyone then who hears this word, these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Well, what's the rock? The rock's the Torah. That's our foundation, right? The rain fell and the floods came. And the winds blew and beat on that house but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears of, hears of these words of mine and does not do them will be like the foolish man who built his house on the sand, and the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And Yeshua finished, saying, finished these sayings. The crowds were astonished at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as their scribes. He actually taught he explained things he elevated the torah but what does it say many will enter the wide gate due to false now i believe that's due to false teachers teaching false doctrines and you not studying it out yourself if you study it out yourself we very hard if the ruach if the holy spirit guides you for you to enter that wide gate you'll be on that narrow path but you will recognize the false teachers by their fruit. It's easy to do. Can they explain the Old Testament and New Testament in context as one congruent thing? Or do they make them contend with each other? Can they answer your questions accurately? Especially the Old Testament and Torah questions. Also, pay attention to their fruit. Pay attention to their kids. I'll tell you a lot right there. How do they live? What do they pay attention to? If you're rooted in the word, you will bear good fruit. Good actions. The wicked will get the second death. Many will think that they're doing the work of the Father and the Son, but due to their lawlessness, they're not going to get in. They're going to be told, I never knew you. Get out. I don't want to see you. You workers of lawlessness, you Torahlessness people. Also from this passage, 
Build your faith on the foundation of the word, on the Torah. Otherwise, you have no foundation. Talking about the foundation, let's read Matthew 24, 4 through 5. And Yeshua answered them, See that no one leads you astray, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Messiah, and they will lead many astray. We have this going on all the time. All the time. Stay grounded on your faith in the word and you'll know when he's back. The Antichrist is going to come in and deceive you. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think the abomination of desolation is going to be a sacrifice of a pig in the tabernacle. Along with a statue. It's going to be just like Antiochus Epiphany. We've already been given the blueprint. And then we'll, let's go to Matthew 24, 11 through 13. Matthew 24, 11 through 13. Oh, I read that already. No, and many false prophets will arise and many lead astray. Lead many astray. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. We're being told to endure. Well, how do you endure? You stay grounded in the wording you obey. You don't let your love wax cold. Matthew 24, 23-25 Then if anyone says to you, Look, here is the Messiah, or there he is, do not believe it, for false messiahs and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders, so as to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. See, I have told you beforehand. We are being warned. Don't follow these people that say that they are messiahs. Don't say, don't follow all these prophets. If they're tickling your ears, it's most likely not from Yahuwah. I'm just going to be point blank. I mean, you're being warned. You have been warned by Yeshua himself. Don't go searching for him. He will draw you in. And if you're one of 144,000 or the great multitude... He's coming to get you. Don't worry about it. You have to remember, these false prophets are going to make it look like they are the Messiah. Talking about false prophets, you know, this is the passage that Yeshua was tested on by the Pharisees and Sadducees in their time, Deuteronomy 13, 1-3. And it's one of the most important passages in Scripture, I do believe. If a prophet or dreamer or dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or wonder that he tells you comes to pass, and if he says, let's go after other gods, or we could take that as, let's not obey the Torah, which you have not known, and let us serve them, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or of that dreamer of dreams, for, the, for Yahuwah your Elohim is testing you. To know whether you love Yahuwah your Elohim with all your heart and with all your soul. So if they're telling you not to do things biblically, that you don't have to obey, you might want to look into that. Obedience is key. How does the Father say that we know we love Him if we obey Him? What is sin? 1 John 3, 4, everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. So you don't want to do, follow the word. You don't want to obey the word. That's on you. You're being told point blank. And I don't want to hear that, oh, that's just for the Jews because this is 1 John. Or Peter's just for the Jews. No, it's for all of us. Every single one of us. Every single one of us, if you want to come into life and live life more abundantly through Yeshua as your Savior, you might call him Jesus, through Yeshua as your Savior, then you're becoming an Israelite and this is for you. Don't believe mainstream doctrine. Read the word for yourself. Test me. Test it. 1 John 4, 1-6 it's going to talk about testing spirits. 
Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from Yahuwah. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the spirit of Yahuwah. Every spirit that confesses Yahushua HaMashiach has come in the flesh from Yahuwah. Every spirit that does not confess Yeshua is not from Yahuwah. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children, you are from Yahuwah and have overcame them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from Yahuwah. Whoever knows Yahuwah listens to us. Whoever is not from Yahuwah does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Test your teacher. Seriously, test them. If you're going to a Sunday church and you're listening to this, and you're actually reading your Torah, you're actually reading the prophets and everything, you see the things that have not come to pass, and they say something like, that's just for the Jews, flee, run, get away from them. They are not from the Father. They're teaching you falsehood. Because if you are not grounded in the beginning of the book, you can make things up in the back of the book very easily. Let's look at Second Peter 2, 1-3. through 3. But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies. Oh, you just have to believe, and you're, you're, you're in. You don't have to do anything like that. Even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction, and many will follow their sensuality. Because of them, the way of truth will be blasphemed. What's the truth again? The Torah. Didn't Yeshua say he was the truth? That means he's the Torah as well. And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. They know what they're doing. They know what they are doing. They're going to lead you astray and they're doing it on purpose. There's no doubt in my mind about it. That's why you have to stay in the word and do the word. Yeshua Messiah is deliverance. You have to be careful to understand the Old Testament. To understand Paul as well. You have to understand the Torah. Because if you understand the Torah, you understand Paul. If you understand Hebrew culture... You understand Paul. Those who are untaught in Torah will twist this to their own understanding and to their own destruction. And they love to do this. They will purposely skip over verses because they think that's just for the Jews. That's for everyone. One of my favorite verses that they skip over, Acts 15.21. Because it talks about the seed of Moses, about them going to the synagogue and learning the Torah. If you don't know about the seed of Moses, every week in the synagogues, they read the Torah out loud. But you see here, Peter is warning us, otherwise you fall into lawlessness. Grow in your knowledge and understanding. Grow in the word. Read it. 2 Corinthians eleven thirteen through 15 It's going to talk about false teachers masquerading as Messiah. And how Satan portrays himself as an angel of light. Remember that. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen disguising themselves as, as apostles of Yeshua. And no wonder, for even Satan, Azazel, disguises himself as an angel of light. So it's no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. We have tons of false teachers out there, don't we? Tons of men and women you can see in their deeds. They're more worried about having a multi-million dollar ministry and not giving to the poor than they are teaching the truth. 2 Timothy 4, 3-4. 2 Timothy 4, 3-4. It's talking about listening to biblical sound teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. 
will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. They will, they, they already have. They believe that, and unicorns and fairies when it comes to Jesus. I mean, it's gotten so bad now that the church is okay with celebrating Halloween. Think about that. That's right around the corner. They're going to be celebrating the day of Hasatan. It's a demonic day. Think about that. How far the church has fallen. They want ear ticklers. They want to be told that what they're doing is right, even if it's wrong. They're unwilling to hear the instructions. I mean, listen to Isaiah 30, 8 through 10. Like I said, this is a ton of scripture today. And now go write it before them on a tablet and inscribe it in a book that it may be for the time to come as a witness forever. For they are rebellious people, lying children, children unwilling to hear the instructions of Yahuwah, who says to the seers, do not see into the prophets, do not prophesy to us what is right. Speak to us smooth things, prophesy illusions. Doesn't that sound like church? They don't want to hear, hey, shouldn't we be doing this Saturday and not eating bacon? I mean, come on. Put those oysters down. Put that shrimp down. Seriously, this is where we are at, people. I mean, there are so many other scriptures that go over this stuff. Multiple. Second Thessalonians 2, 1 through 14. I'm going to give you a breakdown of it. It's a long passage. Basically, it's talking about telling us not to be troubled, thinking the day of the of Yahuwah is here. We'll know when it's here, trust me. Don't be, don't be deceived. The falling away to the man of lawlessness must come first, the son of destruction. Many are going to believe this dude. They're going to think he is Yeshua. The son of lawlessness will exalt himself higher than Yahuwah. Think about the church. Let's think about this real quick. They elevate Jesus higher than the Father. They're two separate entities combined in one through spirit, right? So how is the Son greater than the Father? Tell me that. If you want my honest opinion, the anti-Messiah is going to name himself Jesus. And if you really want my honest opinion, the anti-Messiah is probably one of those test tube ba babies in Israel they grew outside of the human body. Just look it up. But people will believe he is Yahuwah. I mean, we're already seeing lawlessness get worse and worse in the church, right? But he will be revealed by the truth, by Yeshua, when Yeshua comes back. The bad part is he will have the powers and signs and wonders that will promote this falsehood. He will have signs and wonders and you will believe him because of the signs and wonders if you were not grounded. And Yahuwah will allow you to be fooled because you did not love the truth. You have to love the truth. But instead, if you're not grounded in the word, you're not obeying the Father, showing him the love and respect that he deserves then you love wickedness and unrighteousness. I mean, point blank. So if your eyes are open and you are obeying, you are doing it, thank Yahuwah for him choosing you, choosing for you to hear and see him by the set-apart spirit, by obtaining merited grace through Yeshua. You have to merit it. You have to earn it. Don't buy the lies. Don't buy the toxic Kool-Aid that's being sold. Let's, let's read Ezekiel 22, 23-31. Because this is about these teachers that he will have. Teachers now that we have. And the word of Yahuwah came to me, son of man, say to her, 
You are a land that is not cleansed or rained upon in the day of indignation. The conspiracy of her prophets in my midst is like a roaring lion tearing the prey. They have devoured human lives. They have taken treasure and precious things. They have made many widows in her midst. Her priests have done violence to my law and have profaned my holy things. They have made no distinction between the holy and the common. Neither have they taught the difference between the unclean and the clean. And they have disregarded my Sabbaths so that I am profaned among them. That sounds like today. Her princes in her midst are like wolves tearing the prey, shedding blood, destroying lives to get dishonest gain. Again, like today. And her prophets have smeared whitewash for them, seeing false visions and divining lies for them, saying, Thus says Yahuwah, when, the, when Yahuwah has not spoken. The people of the land have practiced extortion and committed robbery. They have oppressed the poor and needy, I extorted from the sojourner without justice. I sought for a man among them who should build up the wall and stand in the breach before me for the land. That should not destroy it, but I found none. Are you standing in the gap? Are you in that breach? I'm, I'm asking. Are you willing to be mowed over by these people? Therefore, I've poured out my indignation upon them. I've consumed them with the fire of my wrath. I have returned upon their heads, declares Yahuwah Elohim. Seriously. Doesn't that sound like a lot of the teachers in the churches now? They think think about this. What do they love serving at church on Wednesday nights? If you go to Wednesday night church, what's the meal normally consist of? pork or shrimp or catfish or something like that they don't know clean or unclean they treat unclean as clean they don't know the set the set apart things from the profane they claim their church is the holy temple of god most of them do this is the house of god no it's a building where you are to meet and convocate it is not the temple it is not the tabernacle there's no ark of the covenant there it's a building but they act like they're in the house of God. They act like it's a holy place. Like it's holy ground. No, it's it's ground. There's only four pieces of holy ground on the face of the earth that I know of. And two of them, we don't even know where they really are. Uh, Garden of Eden don't know where it is and there's one other place in Enoch that talks about and we don't know where it is but we do know where Mount Sinai is and we do know where the Temple Mount was is but yeah they don't care for the poor and the needy I mean how many churches sit there and get you to tithe and when you ask to see where the money's going they won't tell you where it's going But the preacher has a brand new truck or a brand new car. Nice clothes. I mean, let's think about this. Putting their kids through private school. I'm not knocking anyone. I'm just saying. Kind of weird. But let's look at Revelation 12.9 since we know about these teachers. Because it says the devil is going to be cast out and destroy commandment keepers who don't buy into his fake G his fake Yeshua, his fake Jesus. And the great dragon was thrown down, the ancient serpent who was called the devil, and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world, he has thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. He's going to come here and go after the commandment keepers. He's going to go to kill us. If you don't bow down to him, he's, he's going to kill you. Bring it on. Bring it on. I'm not bowing down to you, Satan. It ain't happening. John 8, 42-47 Yeshua said to them, If Elohim were your father, you would love me. For I came from Elohim, and I came here. I came not of my own accord, accord but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? Is it because... You cannot bear to hear my word. You are of your father, 
the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of Elohim hears the words of Elohim. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of Elohim. That's kind of bold. Think about it. I mean, there's a whole lot to that. A whole lot. Tells us, Yahuwah sent Yeshua. If Yahuwah were your father, you'd love Yeshua. You can't accept the father is higher than Yeshua. You don't have ears or eyes to see. You don't have ears to hear or eyes to see. He tells you that if you can't hear what he's saying and understand it, your father's the devil. I'm sorry, I don't want that dude being my father. Really. You don't like truth. You'd rather something tickle your ears. You know... This is how the world is. He asks, why is it so hard to understand? Well, I'm going to ask, are you stiff-necked? You just don't want to listen? That is the problem I do see over and over again. I mean, you'd be sitting there reading the Bible point blank and say, Hey, look, it says right here that this isn't done away with. Oh, yeah, it's done away with. It's nailed to the cross. No. You don't hear and understand because you have not been called or you choose not to hear. You have been called and you choose not to hear. And there's ton of them, a ton of people like that. Because they don't want their bubble bursted and have to give up Christmas or Easter. You know, I'm about to celebrate my first Sukkot this year. Probably have to do it by myself, but I'd rather do it by myself. And honor the Father and continue in that. That's just me. 1 John 2 3 through 6. And by this we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. Whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. Whoever keeps his word in him truly, the love of Elohim is perfected. By this we may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. How do Yeshua walk? He was a zit zit wearing, law, Torah abiding human being. That's how he walked. Look it up. You know, you're going to see there, it says the hem of his garment, not zit zit. Get to the Greek. It says tassels in the Greek. It's referencing tassels in the Greek. Like I said, be a Berean. Be a Berean. Learn how to walk like Yeshua walked. Be a Berean. That's what you're being asked to do. Let's end on this. 1 Timothy 2, 3-4. This is good and is pleasing in the sight of Elohim. Elohim, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So, he does want you to know the truth. He wants you to know him. Quit thinking that he's a mean, mean Elohim from the Old Testament and there's a different Elohim from the New Testament. It's the same guy, same creator of the universe, and he wants you to know him intimately. And to know him intimately, he wants you to obey him. Because that's what pleases him. That's what shows love. Shows that you care. Because he wants you to know the truth. So quit overlooking scriptures. And just learn the truth. The truth will set you free. Read 5 to 10 psalms a day. Or, better yet, write Psalm 119 out in your own hand on a piece of paper. 
I'm going to tell you right now, I did it myself, takes four or five sheets of paper. And your hand cramps up a lot. But it's worth it. You get to see how the father feels about his law. So, uh, pray that this has blessed you. Let's go to the Father. Yahuwah, thank you for this. these studies that you led me to, guiding me in your word. Hopefully they help these people that listen. Hopefully their ears are opened, their eyes are opened, and they see the truth. In the name of your Son, Yeshua, amen. We all have a blessed day, and praise Yahuwah.